and you're listening to Putnam's Unplugged, a weekly podcast bringing you storytelling, interviews, and live music, all recorded at Putnam's Pub at 419 Myrtle Avenue in Clinton Hill, Brooklyn. I'm your host, Carl Banks, and this week we have two special guests. We have Alex G. from the Dry States and Makiko, a piano player from Tokyo. But first, I want to tell you that this podcast is brought to you each and every week by Putnam's Pub. 419 Myrtle Avenue, Clinton Hill, Brooklyn. Hey, folks, this is episode four. Um, Really exciting show that we have uh, this week for you. We have Alex G of the Dry States, um, and we have a a piano player, uh, Makiko from from Tokyo, and we'll be getting to them uh, coming up in the podcast. Um, Putnam's has been uh, really jumping the past few weeks uh, when we're when we're doing these shows, so it's it's been really cool. Um, You can't always tell because we record the live music straight from the board. You can't. Uh, you can usually hear the crowd, but um, it's just being picked up through the vocal mics and stuff. So you can't really tell that the place is is really jumping. So it adds a um, a uh, uh, a different kind of texture to the um, night whenever it's you know packed in there. And that was no exception uh, for the night that we had um, Alex G and uh, Makiko play. And of course, I played too. I I host it every week. Um, Putnam's. Also, if you play in like if you're a musician and you play in a lot of bars, you have to deal uh, a lot of times with sports enthusiasts. And since we do it on Sunday nights, there's football, and sometimes we turn the TVs off. But if people are watching, you know, hey, they have a right to watch their their sporting event too. Um, so we'll we'll leave it on. So it's sort of interesting as just a a musician because sometimes you're you're playing with um, football, and we were talking about this just the other night how like. Uh, you just get a cheer in the middle of your song, you know, you didn't even know that, that, uh, the line was that good. And then all of a sudden everyone just cheers or sometimes they're, they'll jeer or boo or something. And you're like, Oh man, I got to work on, <laughs> work on that G chord. But I I'm not a hater. I love, I love sports myself. And, uh, I would, you know, I even played sports when I was way back in high school. And, uh, I remember I played basketball on my, my freshman year and I was not very good, but we didn't have a very big school. So I made the team. Actually, I don't think they even had cuts. We just had a really big team. So I, I made the team. But because we only had one gymnasium, uh, the boys basketball team, and especially the full boys, you know, uh, the male freshmen practiced absolutely last. So we would practice at like 7 p.m. on um, every night. So we would just hang out in the um, in the locker room until then you know, just kind of hang out. And then we would have practice late in the evening. And I remember one time we were, there was a bunch of people hanging out in the locker room. And uh, there was this guy named Dan Degling, who was this huge, he played center, was just a big dude. And then there was another guy named Ernie Brown, also a really big dude. Dan was in the stall using the restroom. And Ernie comes in, and he's like, I'm on an F Dan Degling. And everyone's like, oh, laughed. And he went in and he kicked the door open and then just like, you know, started pumping him or something. It was just kind of silly and locker room humor and everyone was laughing. Well, I couldn't, I was like a little freshman. I couldn't see what was going on. So I climbed up 
I remember I climbed up on top of the sink and I was like peering over the top of the stall looking down and, uh, you know, watching. It wasn't even that eventful, but we watched it. We laughed. I remember getting down off the sink, stepping onto the trash can, onto the ground, and then the sink just, I look over and it's just falling off of the wall and it just hits the ground and this porcelain sink just shatters all over the bathroom. And at this time it had kind of like uh, thinned out. So nobody else was really in there except for me and one other person. We just like take off running and I ran and I found the janitor and I, he was leaving for the day because it was kind of late in the evening. And uh, I was I was like, the, uh, the sink is broken in the boys' locker room. And he's like, oh, it happens all the time. I'll fix it tomorrow when I get back in. I'm like, no, it's like like really broken all over the ground and he's like mother of god so we walk back into the bathroom and he's like what happened so you know i'm very clever and i thought well you know i was just washing my face on the sink and it just (laughs) fell off the wall and he looked at me like i was lying to him because i clearly was and um then that was that for the night you know we had practice and went went um on went on my merry way the next day there was an announcement that I had to go down and meet Father Bob, who was like the administrator of the school. It was a Catholic school. I had to go meet Father Bob um, for something. So I go down and I meet him and he's like, I hear that you um, you broke the sink last night. And I was like, yeah, darndest thing. I was washing my face on the sink and it just <laughs> completely fell off the wall. And uh, he's like, really, I heard that you were standing on the sink. And I was like, well, I didn't no way, that wasn't me, just completely lying to to this priest in his office. And he's like, okay, uh, you know, knows I'm lying. So he's like, why don't you go home, think about the truth, come back on Monday and tell me. And so I was like, okay, that seems like a fair deal. So I go home on the weekend and I'm just like pulling my hair out, freaking out. And then Monday rolls around. And then I just, I was like, I just won't just won't talk to him. I'll talk to him on Tuesday. And I pushed it to Tuesday and then pushed it to Wednesday. And then I just kept pushing it back and pushing it back. And there kept being announcements for me to go meet Father Bob. And I would just like push it back. And he collected the lunch money so I wouldn't eat my lunch. I would just go like, you know, sit in the far corner and try to avoid him at at all costs. I would like dip into classrooms uh, just to, you know, that I wasn't even in that class just so he wouldn't see me in the hall. And I just avoided it and avoided it for the rest of the year. And then Father Bob left the school that following year. And I I just like, I got away with it. I didn't, <laughs> so I just got to lie, you know, I lied to this priest and got away with it. Um, and, you know, didn't make the basketball team the next year. And I, you know, I have to say that I think Father Bob knew what he was doing and the, the pure stress that it would put on me every week that I had like had to avoid him. And I just was, you know, every day going to school, freaking out that th- this was going to be the day that I was found out about about the sink uh, was more than any punishment I would have received, received from Father Bob. Good times are what they have at Putnam's Pub and Cooker, 419 Myrtle Avenue, Clinton Hill, Brooklyn. This is where we record the podcast. It's where, um, you know, just kind of home base for us. And uh, it's just a great time right now. The place is completely decked out with um, Christmas um, stuff. And it's very, very lit up and smells great. And it's a great vibe. Um, So please come on down. We have live music every every Sunday at 8 p.m. We start 
we'll have three special guests. This is that's where we record this, and um, we're trying to put together a really nice communal night of music um, for Putnam's Unplugged, 8 p.m. Sunday nights at Putnam's Pub and Cooker at 419 Myrtle Avenue, Clinton Hill, Brooklyn. Okay, our first guest that we're going to get to is Alex G. Uh, He has a little blues trio called The Dry States. Um, He hails from uh, Bay Ridge down in in South Brooklyn, and uh, you might be able to hear it uh, in his voice. He plays with this band called The Dry States. Um, You can find him at facebook.com backslash The Dry States. Um, But for this particular set, Alex was was playing solo, and he uh, was playing a song that um, a lot of musicians might be able to identify with. This is called No More Backrooms. It's a song I wrote a couple of years ago while I was drunk in a Thai restaurant. The song is called No More Backrooms. Thank you so much for hanging out. So just a few Sometimes we drank too much Most times it wasn't enough It feels so bad to be so far from the crowd We got heart and soul I want to shout it out No more Spend the rest of my life in a back room No more back rooms Remember the first time you earned some and spend the gig money There was a girl in a purple dress And she was fly Those things didn't matter then Those things don't matter now I found what I love to do Can I share my song with you? No more back rooms No more I don't want to spend the rest of my life in a back room No more back rooms And it's alright, it's okay That's how we got started If you settle for the rest of your life It's gonna break your heart And it's alright, it's okay 
that's how we got started. If you settle for the rest of your life, it's gonna break you in two. Spend the rest of my life in a back room. No more back room. No more back room. No more back room. No more. Called the Dry States, we're a blues rock trio. Are you guys all based out of Bay Ridge, or do you just that's where you reside? It's my band. People come and go. I've okay. been building the band for six years. The guys that I'm playing with now, one is from Long Island, and the other guy is from Brooklyn. Okay, cool. It changes all the time. Some yeah, guys yeah. stay with me for six, seven, eight months. Some guys stay with me for a few gigs. And in that band, you play the bass. Is that right? No, in oh. my band, I play guitar. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I play bass in other bands. Oh, okay. I bass see. is my is. My first love. Yeah, man. You could yeah. put it that way. I really love bass. I play bass in other bands. That's how I am too. Um, and I play guitar in mine. Cool. Because you kind of have to be able to be flexible and do different things. Yeah, yeah. To be able to get out there in front of people. And I just love playing music. So, so six years you've been doing that and then that's it. called No More Backrooms because one day I decided, you know what, I don't want to be in a back room anymore. I want to play where there are people. Right. I don't want to be in the back right, where people exactly. have to go all the way somewhere to enjoy the music. Yeah, that, that sounded great, man. I, I loved it. I was uh, digging it when we were inside. Um, I feel the same way. It's like, why well, I want to be out there where the, where the people are. Everyone's mm -hmm. drinking out there. Why can't I want to play out there? Which is good. Putnam's is, you know, you get put exposed to a lot of uh, new people here, which is really cool. People that haven't heard your music before. Um, and so uh, do you want to promote anything else you got an album out or anything that you we don't have an album out um i don't want to be the guy that's an artist quote quote artist i'm just a guy who loves to play music yeah, yeah. we do have four free songs on facebook.com slash the dry states you can find us anywhere online just google the dry states there are four free songs right there on facebook just click download their studio versions of the three-piece band and Cool. That's pretty much it. And we you just, just have do some the job. And you we do just the do job. the job. We go out and we play live music. I'm not trying to be somebody. <laughs> I'm just trying to do what I love to do. Yeah, well, that was great, man. So. All right, that was great. Thanks a lot, Alex. Uh, it was um, a really fun night uh, when he was there. He was very, very animated and uh, really doing a lot of crowd work. And uh, he just has that, that thick uh, Brooklyn accent that is uh, undeniable and can't mistake it. 
Um, so up next, our uh, second special guest that we have for episode four is uh, Makiko, and both of our performers um, of this particular of this episode uh, came off of Craigslist, and um, I'm you know I want to have a diverse uh, lineup of people, and uh, Makiko was um, uh, helped us do that. Is uh, she's from Tokyo? You can find her online at uh, makikopiano.tokyo. And uh, she did all original music, all um, um, instrumental. She had a violin player and a woodwind player. And uh, I just, again, want to set the mood uh, for the night. The places, Putnam's is always packed when we're doing these nights. So um, it's just a a really cool vibe, uh, vibe there. So we'll get to Makiko right now.
name is Mikiko. I'm from Japan. The, I've been in New York for two years. And uh, what else? Yeah. And this is your, <laughs> this is the band that you have for tonight. Yeah. And who is this? What's your name? Hi, my name is Carol. I'm a violinist. I've been here for about eight years now. Have you guys, and you guys have been playing together just first time, a million times? Uh, from uh, last year. Okay. And from this year. Okay. And what's your name? <laughs> from the internet, yeah. From the internet. That's how we got this yeah, gig, yes. too. Yeah, well, oh, worked out. yeah my name is uh, Paul Murens. Okay. I'm from Belgium. And you were on the woodwinds and the. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bamboo flute, plastic clarinet, <laughs> and uh, metal saxophone. Well, it sounded great. I wrote all the tunes. All the tunes were original tunes? Uh, yes, and uh, especially the one we uh, did together with yeah. Paul. With the clarinet? That, yes, that's uh, like a jazz kind of songs. Mm -hmm. That was the first song uh, I wrote after I came to the United States, uh, okay. to New York. And did and you're from Tokyo, so yeah. did you um, did you play there? Were you playing there a lot? Or? Yes, actually, I belong to a classical music agency in Tokyo. Okay. So in Tokyo, I'm playing just classical, but I I sometimes feel you know I miss this kind of music yeah. so much. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot. That was great. Like I said, it was great to um, to meet these all these inter interesting musicians I'm meeting from um, Craigslist and and running this um, this show. I do want to um, mention that if you want to get a hold of me, Carl Carl Banks, the host. I also do the booking. Uh, you can reach me at Putnam's Unplugged at Gmail. Um, Putnam's Unplugged at Gmail. There's no apostrophe. Uh, none of that. You can uh, email me if you have any questions. Uh, and we always want to get listenership up, so um, you can feel free to share. We do have some um, big news that we want to get to at the end of this podcast and want everybody to know uh, that um, we're going to be doing uh, undergoing a bit of a name change. I was talking to Jerry, uh, the owner of Putnam's, and he wants to just kind of uh, take things up a notch and kind of shed the skin of the old Putnam's Unplugged. So uh, we're going to start calling it um, Putnam's Acoustic Sunset. So every um, Sunday, uh, 8 p.m. will be the Putnam's Acoustic Sunset, which also means that we're going to be um, changing the name of the podcast to fit um, to fit that night. So um, again, we're going to be undergoing a lot of a little bit of change. Um, you'll still be able to to find everything with the links um, that that uh, we'll provide and we're trying to get uh, once we get a few more episodes up and everything solidified we're going with the new name uh, we're going to be getting everything on iTunes and and everything but just a heads up that this is um, downloading is always enabled on on the SoundCloud page so you can um, for sure just click download and put it onto your iTunes or put it onto whatever you want any device um, if you'd like to so um, Want to send out a couple thanks again. Big thanks to Paul, my producer here, technical director. He's uh, the reason, uh, a little bit of the reason why this is <laughs> a little late because I'm uh, incapable of doing it on my own. And he was doing some traveling, and we were talking about how, like, when you go back and 
you know, we're both from St. Louis. When you go back, you just have to schedule your your drinking nights with the friends that you haven't seen in in months or years. And so you end up just working your tail off in the day. For Paul, it was doing, you know, his work. And then for me, it's like playing music and then drinking every other night. And it's like kind of an, a stressful event to, to go back home. So he's he's glad to be back a, uh, in New York and uh, taking it easy in the big in the Big Apple. Um, big thanks to him. Big thanks to uh, Jerry and Audrey, the owners of Putnam's. Uh, they do a really good job of making this a very welcoming uh, place. And do, they really support live music, uh, which is a sort of a rarity uh, surprisingly amongst, um, bar owners. So big thanks to them. Big thanks to T, uh, the bartender, uh, on most Sunday nights or whoever the bartender is. And then all the serving staff at Putnam's, they do a a fantastic job. Um, and the kitchen staff too, all the staff at Putnam's (laughs) big thanks to it. And a big thanks to Alex G of the dry States, Makiko and her band. Um, and thank you for listening. Uh, please feel free to to share this podcast uh, we want to get as much listenership as possible so uh tell your friends give us a good rating like and comment and share and all that jazz i'm carl banks i'm the host if you need to get a hold of me uh just email me at putnamsunplugged at gmail signing off peace love and rock and roll